Hey, I'm Adi. And I'm Savannah, and we're the Politos. We're here talking about simplifying our life, growing and loving our family, and learning about the world. And today we're talking about 10 things we learned from our Disneyland trip with a baby. Episode 101. No. 111. 111. 111. Part one, take one. 111. 111. 111111. Mm-hmm. Is that Morse code or something? <laughs> I, I think so. You think so? Wait, ones and zeros, that's like coding, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Morse code is like tap, tap. Tap. Like tap. lines and dots, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking about coding. Yeah. Yeah, every every time I th- well, not really every time, but I just thought about one zeros and not you know, and I was just thinking mm. about the Matrix because I think they they have that. I haven't seen the Matrix. Like, no, yeah, I've seen part of one. Oh, okay. <laughs> Should we start the episode? Well, you're doing it, I guess. We haven't done the intro. Okay, well, we'll put this after the intro. Oh, okay. So let's go into the intro now. By the way, I think I nailed the intro. Think, you know how we switched? Yeah, I think yeah, you're you're getting a lot better at it. I am, I am. It, it's hard for me to memorize lines. Yeah, very hard. Very hard. So, and that's why also we switched the whole like quotes. Like, who gets to say what? And who gets? Oh to yeah, the quotes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, going back to the Matrix. Uh, well, there's nothing to say. Yeah, there's that. nothing else to say. Remember, I oh yeah, it's not, it's not going to be funny to anybody else. I was just thinking about when I said the, recently about the glitch in the Matrix. Remember the, with the in and out line? What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is, yeah, it's not going to be funny, but. Oh, well, so, well, okay, it's not going to be funny, but we'll tell it anyway. Go ahead. So there's an in and out near us. Mm-hmm. And there's always a really long line. Mm-hmm. And it g- goes out onto the street. Yeah. And so there's always cars lined up on this one street, and that's part of the line the in and out line. Yeah. However, we were talking about how the line is always very long to where it almost <laughs> reaches the end of that street and would have to go like around the corner, which is a very, very busy street and it would yeah. be a problem. Yeah. And we've never seen the cars like overflow to that point. It's uh-uh. always like almost there, but it never actually reaches the end of the street. Yeah. And so I was saying that it's like a glitch in the matrix where it's like, if you try to like get in line at that point, then it's just like, you're out of the matrix. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's so weird. It's like we're in a, in the, the Sims game. Yeah. I think that's the game where you could, you know, create all this like people and, and stuff. Life. <laughs> you, you think you're just think referencing so. it even though you've never, you've never played it. <laughs> well, I'm thinking about a game. I think it's called Tycoon or something. I know that way back in the day, uh, my cousins had a computer game where mm-hmm. you could create roller co- like uh, amusement parks. Oh yes, I know. And have roller about. coasters mm-hmm. and make them just like have a roller coaster that doesn't have like an end. Oh, oh, oh I see yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, the, the, then the whole roller coaster would just like fall, and you know, and so yeah, people would. They think die? I don't know. Not, I don't know. No. The more I think about it, the more crazy it sounds. But anyway, so I was just thinking about that. Like, Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That reminded me of, okay, I know that we've joked on this podcast before about like core memories, but yeah. I have to tell you a true core memory from my mm-hmm. childhood that you just reminded me of. Mm-hmm. 
Super Mario 64. Yeah. You know that game? Mm-hmm. It's like open world-ish. It's not really open not world. Really. But compared to like the original Mario Brothers, oh, it's yeah. like more open world. Yeah. There was this one, um, you get to different like challenges and worlds within the game by jumping through these like pictures in the wall. Mm-hmm. And there was this one, I remember as a child so vividly, that you would jump into the picture. It was a staircase. And... The staircase was never ending. Oh, yeah. Unless you, like, unlock something else first, and then you can get to the mm-hmm. door at the top. And for some reason, to me as a child, that was so iconic. Wow. And that was just, like, a core memory of mine. Really? Is, like, jumping through that and having it be, like, this never-ending staircase. There was something about that concept of a never-ending staircase that was so fascinating to me as a child. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so you just uh, triggered that when you said... Uh, like never ending roller coaster. Yeah, yeah, that's so, funny. Anyway, wow, yeah, cool memories. I was thinking about cool memories the other day. I think I was thinking about the episode when we talked about coffee. Can coffee be a core memory? I think that was yeah, the name of the title. It was, and I think I was like, I'm not, I'm not sure if we really described what a core memory what a core is. Memory, yeah, is. I feel like we must have. Did we not talk about like Inside Out? We did, yeah. That's what okay. I remember. But I think the smell definitely gives you the core memory, you know. So like, coffee is well, essentially could be a give you a core memory. I feel like you're mixing your metaphors here. Am I really? Well, a core memory is a thing, but then I think what you're thinking of is that scent is the sense that's the most um, connected to our memories. Oh yeah. So that's I, true. I, you are making a point. I think that like. So sense obviously could trigger a core memory. Okay, well, never mind. I'm not sure where I was going to go with that, but uh, no, I see what you're saying. That like, yeah. okay, we were talking about core memories. Coffee, yeah. coffee has a strong smell. Mm-hmm. Smell, memory, memory, core memory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got it. <laughs> okay, well, I think we should get into it because I feel like we're going to have a lot to say. Yes. So let's get down to the nitty gritty. Okay, so we talked about this last week that we were going to be going to Disneyland. We were taking baby, Wait, time out. baby play that what? Time out, time out, time out. Before we get into the nitty gritty. Okay. I need to mention this. Okay. So today, this episode, this week, yeah. was going to be something else that I talked about briefly very brief, briefly oh, yeah. i, I want to mention now okay and want to give my reasons why it's not happening one the biggest one is because we want to talk about disneyland right it's very fresh in our minds right that's why we we're gonna get into it that's why we pushed pushed this episode for next week yeah now this episode coming up that was going to come out this week i was i was and am really like excited slash nervous slash like i want to really talk about this topic Uh and it kind of encompasses the uh, thanksgiving right but big picture not so much it it encompasses well i'll I'll just say it's kind of something that's like brought to light during yeah. Thanksgiving and the holidays. Yeah. So um, I thought it was going to be perfect. I planned this. I wrote this down literally like at the beginning of the year. I know. Like, okay, 
that Monday is going to be perfect. It's going to be right before Thanksgiving. We're going to talk about it. It's it's about time. <laughs> and um, and so now we pushed it because, again, we really, really want to talk about Disneyland. Yeah. It just happened. It makes sense. Um, so, yeah, that episode is going to be called In-Law Syndrome. And I'm very excited to 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 sit down and talk about um, how in-laws are viewed, um, how the there's there's like well we'll, we'll get into it we'll we'll get into <laughs> yeah, it i, I, was I almost say. was gonna get into it yeah but i'm very like passionate about about that yeah that topic so um so yeah and i think it will make sense after thanksgiving because again it's not all about thanksgiving right okay so that being said let's get down to the nitty gritty okay. so go ahead okay so as we said last week we went to Disneyland with our baby, mm-hmm. and we want to just reflect on it. Things happened. Things didn't happen. Yeah. So this is, if you're not a big Disney slash Disneyland uh, fanatic. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No, this we're just talking about, about stuff. Yeah. It's not all about, this is not really a Disneyland episode. This is no, more of a no. like recap of our trip trip. episode and also yeah yeah, just us you know just talking about stuff so yeah we are going to um talk about 10 things we learned Mm -hmm. um during this trip Mm -hmm. and so we're gonna take turns i think yeah let's do it like you know the your top yeah number five four three two one okay i was just gonna i was thinking okay we can do it that way or we could go like sort of an order of what happened, but I don't care. Uh, that kind of messed my well, mess up. That's my, fine. Then let's keep the, it that the way. The last two are kind of like towards the end of like the the trip. Okay, that's fine. Anyway, then. so it doesn't matter. I didn't really put mine in a specific order. I was just writing them down. Okay. So do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? Uh, I'll go first. I guess. Go ahead. Okay. So as we as we talk about our top ten, we'll we'll like talk about the the trip the whole like the story right exactly okay so oh go ahead oh do we first want to uh, first i'm just going to briefly say what the plan was here we go the plan and some things went according to plan some things did not so the plan was to leave on saturday morning mm-hmm. and drive down to anaheim check into our hotel mm-hmm. and then possibly depending on how we we're feeling go to downtown disney Spend some time there, then go back to the hotel, go to sleep. Next morning, wake up and spend like pretty much the whole day or as much as we felt up to in Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Go to sleep, wake up next day, spend kind of like the morningish time in Disneyland. Mm-hmm. And then whenever we felt like it, because we checked out of our hotel that morning, then just like whenever we felt like it to start heading back home. Yeah. So, that was the plan. Yeah. All right. So, first thing I learned at Disneyland with a baby mm-hmm. is don't sleep on the single rider lines. <gasps> I That could have been a good one for me. Well, okay. Well, it, it wasn't. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, you didn't think of it. So That's true. That's true. Okay. So, let's take this opportunity to talk about what we did and didn't do. Yes. And we didn't really do a lot of rides. No. At all. We did two. Just two. And um, 
And we were there Sunday and Monday. Yeah. And mostly what we did while we were there was walk around and eat food, basically. Yeah. That was kind of it. And that, that was nice. It was. So let's just say that right off the bat. Yeah. It was our choice. It was nice. And it was um, <laughs> relaxing for the yeah. most part. Yeah. So the two rides that we did, the first one was um, the Columbia which is a big boat. So there's this like little... It's a ship in a way, but... Sure. Yeah. There's this little like lake. River, but okay. It's a river? Actually, no, a lake, it, it doesn't go anywhere. It just goes... No! <laughs> That's right. A lake actually just... There's no end. I mean, yeah, it just goes around. In the river, there's an end to it. So, it was a lake. I mean, I think. I don't know. But anyway. Theology. There's two large ships. Mm-hmm. There's the Mark Twain. Mm-hmm. And there's the Columbia. Mm-hmm. We actually wanted to ride the Mark Twain, but yeah. you get in line and you kind of get what you get. Yeah. And so, we rode the Columbia. And it was very cool. It's kind of like a pirate ship yeah. type of vibe. But it's huge. Yeah. Like, very, very big. And... um. We rode that with the baby. That was the only ride that he went on. And he slept through the whole thing. And it's (laughs) just like you just stand there and it just kind of goes very slowly like around the little lake. Mm -hmm. And um, it was nice. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad we did it. Next time we'll have to do the Mark Twain. Mm -hmm. But that was pretty cool. It was pretty just chill. It was just a nice little leisurely cruise. And um, yes, but... The main point of what I'm trying to get to is the I other forgot. ride. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, the single rider line. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the other ride that we did was actually Radiator Springs Raceway. Yeah. And this came about just randomly. So. Well, not randomly because I saw a kid running. You know how some people run to the attractions? Yeah, which I don't think you're supposed to, actually. You're not. People will stop you. They're like, hey, hey, hey. So this kid was running or speed walking yeah very fast and uh and i'm like huh so my first instinct was like my first thought was oh maybe he's running to the attraction because he noticed like that the wait time is super super low right which take it away it was but yeah it was low yeah so we were um this was at like nighttime it was dark Mm mm-hmm in California Adventure. Yeah. So we spent the majority of the day on Sunday mm-hmm. in Disneyland. And then we were like, well, let's just go over to California Adventure for a little bit. Look at the decorations mm-hmm. and just kind of hang out. So we go over there and one of the main areas we wanted to look at was Cars Land. Mm-hmm. Because they always deck it out. Yeah. So we were walking down Cars Land. It was magical, beautiful. And at the end of the street is where Radiator Springs Raceway yeah. is. And we both had the same thought of like, let's just see how long the wait times are. Yeah. And we were kind of not, well, yeah, we were like about to just turn away from it, from that uh, yeah, and just the entrance and leave. Yeah. And so we're like, yeah, let's just look. And mm-hmm. so the wait time was 40 minutes, which for that ride is pretty low. Mm-hmm. Usually it's upwards of like 100 minutes long or longer. Mm-hmm. So we were like, cool, let's find out if we can do a rider swap. Yeah. Which is where when you have a small child, um, you basically go th- through the line. You essentially both get to ride separately, but you only have to wait in line once. So you go through the ride. Mm-hmm. One person goes, then 
well, the person is with the baby, mm-hmm. and then you switch places, and the second person gets to just go in like through the exit, or they have like a little um, a shortcut, basically. Yeah. And you don't have to wait through the whole line again. Yeah. So we walk up to the cast member, and we ask them if we could do a writer swap. Yeah. And she says, yes, you can. Uh, she said, however, is it just the two of you? Yeah. And we said, yes. And she said, well, I would suggest just going in the single rider lane. So if you don't know, a single rider lane is exactly what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. It's if you are going to go on the ride by yourself without a group, without mm-hmm. another person that you are with in your party. Yeah. So on Radiator Springs Raceway, the cars seat like three people in a row. Yeah. So as you can imagine, a lot of times people are in groups of two most of the time, mm-hmm. sometimes groups of four, etc. Yeah. And so if you go in the single rider line, mm-hmm. it's usually way shorter because mm-hmm. if you try to go in the single rider line with your friend or whoever, mm-hmm. you will get separated because mm-hmm. what they do is they use that the people from the single rider line yeah. to fill in that third seat when there are groups of two or four. Right, yeah. So she said, yeah, just go the go on the single rider line. So we were like, cool. So you were holding the baby and I went to the single rider line and I just walked all the way up to the very front and passed all the people that were waiting in line. Mm-hmm. So I literally just walked up to the front and I waited maybe 30 seconds. And then a cast member said, okay, go to lane six. I went to the lane, got in the car and boom, I was on the ride. Wow. Like there was essentially no waiting. Yeah. And yeah. And so I was, you know, just riding with random people, but we couldn't ride that ride together anyway. Mm-hmm, right. Because the baby couldn't go on it. And no. so that was it. And then I was done. And then you went and did the same thing. And the we wait- did like a minute. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say it was pretty similar for you, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that was so much fun. And honestly, I think that in the future, even if like we don't have to use the single rider line, mm-hmm. sometimes it's just worth it. It is, especially with those big attractions. Mm -hmm. So I recommend if you are planning to go with your baby or just go in general, uh, go look on the Disneyland app or the website and you'll see the attractions that have the single single rider lines. Mm -hmm. And there's not a lot, but the ones that have are the the ones that are really well known. Yeah. Like really popular ones. So uh, I, I really recommend that, especially if you can go with a baby. Yeah. Since you can't, both of you guys can't ride. Together, if, if yeah. You, you, yeah, if a couple, you know, go together, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I would say even if you are just wanting to use it to save time. Totally, um, 100%. You know, you can both get in line, like with your yeah. friend or whoever. It's mm-hmm. just that you won't be sitting next to each other yeah. on the ride. Yeah. But, you know. Mm-hmm. So it was worth it. 100%. Yeah, that was so, so fun. Yeah. Uh, after you went, I was like, I'm not sure if I want to go. For you, there was no hesitation. You're like, I'm going to go because you haven't gone on that ride for a long time. A long years. time. Yeah. Yeah, years. So uh, I did it last time we, we went to Disneyland. So I was like, I'm ah, fine. But uh, it, I don't regret it. Like, going, like, I decided to go. And I was like, oh, yeah, that was fun. And yeah. So it was it pretty was cool. Great. Yeah. So we did those two rides. Yep. Uh, my top five for now is I learned that you can't bring glass bottles. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I thought this was going to be on your list. No. So we brought five 
glass bottles, uh, baby bottles. Yeah. Right. Uh, to feed the baby. So we just brought all of them. We're like, okay, we're going to bring it. Um, so that we don't have to worry about like washing one or two every time. Right. We'll just bring yeah, all of yeah, them. Yeah. Yeah. It's helpful to have more. So we were there. We arrived on Saturday night to the downtown Disney and uh, you have to go through security, right? They have to check your bags and everything. Yeah. So I go through security. They look at the bag and inside the bag and the bottles and everything. And they're like, you're good. Sunday, same thing. Like, okay, you're good. All right. Open everything <laughs> up. I have to check, touch everything. Cool. You're good. And then Monday rolls around and they're checking the bag and, uh, the guy says, is that glass? Is that a glass bottle? I was like, yeah. Said, well, just so you know, like, you can't bring glass bottles here. I was like, oh, I didn't know that. I was like, yeah. But he, he said it like, like, hey, with a little voice. Yeah. You know? So he was like, hey, like, pretty much like next time. Yeah. I was like, like, next time, bring it. He said, um, so he kept looking around and he's like, and he's, he opens up this other pouch and he sees another glass bottle. <laughs> and what he does, he goes, ding, ding, ding. Like, with his, like, little flashlight he had. Uh-huh. Ding, ding, ding. Like, oh, yep. Like, just to remind you, right? Like, do you have uh, do you have plastic bottles at home? I was like, <laughs> no, but next time I'll, I'll <laughs> come, I'll, I'll bring some. And uh, and he just, like, looks around. He's like, okay, well, he, uh, you know you know what to do next time, right? I was like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, I was so surprised when you told me that, especially because it was the last day. Right. And nobody had mentioned it before. No. But also... I'm just very glad that um, he didn't, uh, you know, take them or make you put them back in the car. Or, yeah, just say, like, yeah, because he could have said, hey, you can't bring these and uh, yeah. you can't enter. Yeah, and that would have been uh, really difficult. 100%. 100%. We would have, like, literally had to go to Target or something. Yeah, yeah. Okay, my next one. The next thing I learned on our Disneyland trip mm-hmm. is the baby rooms... At Disneyland and California Adventure are a sweet oasis. Yeah. That's oh, what I wrote. That <laughs> is... Oh, uh, yeah. Those were awesome. Yeah. Um, so there's two baby centers. One at Disneyland, which is located just at, like... At the end of Main Street. Yeah, at the end of Main Street to, to the right. Yeah. Um, and it's... Uh, the vibe there is... Why are you talking about oh, it? Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, and then the uh, well, this also could have been my, in, in my top but five. Once but again, it wasn't. <laughs> Coulda, shoulda, woulda. Okay, but let me just say that the the California Adventure one is located on Pacific Wharf, next to the Ghirardelli, right next to it. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. I just want to give a location because every time, yeah. there's all these like people will talk about like, oh yeah, this one place at Disneyland yeah. is really good, but they never really say where. Okay, got it. So it's important to talk. Okay, about can I it. talk now? Sorry, I know this is your your moment. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> so the baby rooms, they're kind of like this, you know, legend that you hear about, but you don't really know until you go in, and you can't go in if you don't have a baby. I mean, kind of. Well, more or less. Like, they would have to. So, okay. Well, let me just get into it. So, Can you go in without a baby? Shh, shh, shh. Just listen. Okay. So, a couple things. Let me talk about, like, what I expected it to be like and what it was really like. So, I, when I was thinking about, like, oh, the baby room, because we talked about it and yeah. how we were going to probably go there, I was expecting that it was going to be, like, um, a nursing room mm-hmm. at church. Mm-hmm. 
Same here. I was picturing just a big room. It's just a room. Yeah. Yeah. I was expecting just a room. Yeah. Where people are like nursing their babies, feeding their babies. Yeah. Babies are crying, whatever. Yeah. That's what I was expecting. Yeah. And it was both more and less than what I expected. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so the thing that I didn't expect, let me start with this. And you could say in a way that this was like a negative, but not really. It was just unexpected. Mm-hmm. So... First of all, I did not expect there to be cast members there. Yeah. And I'll talk about that. But the second thing that I really did not expect was that it felt like you were stepping into like a nursery from the 1950s or something. (laughs) Yeah. Like in both of them, the Mm -hmm. whole vibe was like very old school in a way. Mm -hmm. It was like... I would say more so the Disneyland one. More so the Disneyland one, but kind of both. Like in the Disneyland one, there was there was this like very old fashioned looking wallpaper, yeah, everywhere that was just yeah. like a very interesting vibe, yeah. And everything in both of them. Oh, and then in the California Adventure one, the walls were painted like a baby pink and baby blue color, but like dull. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was like this is how I would describe it. Imagine you are a child in like the 90s. And you buy a a toy set, like a play set of a nursery. Yeah. That's what it was like. Mm -hmm. So, like, the changing tables were wooden. The the high chairs were wooden. And everything was, like, kind of old. But nothing, everything was as modern as it needed to be. Yeah. And it's not like, I mean, this is Disney. It's not like everything was, like, run down Mm -hmm. at all. Everything was, like, well kept. Yeah. But it was, like, intentionally, like, that was the style. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that part was just unexpected to me. Now, getting into the whole, like, can you go in there if you don't have a baby thing? <laughs> so what I wasn't, the other thing I wasn't expecting is that when you walk in, there's a cast member there who also is dressed, like, in an outfit that's very old-fashioned. Yeah. And they ask you, how can I help you? So it's not just, like, a nursery room where you just, like, walk in and do whatever you want. No, you need to give a reason. Yeah, you have to, like, state your reason for being there, (laughs) which is fine. I'm glad because I think that what could happen is that people would just use it for whatever. Like, I'm just going to come in here to chill, you know? Yeah. So you tell them, like, I need to change a diaper. I need to prepare a bottle. I need to nurse. I need to pump. I need to whatever. Yeah. And those are pretty much the reasons. I need to feed my baby. Well, I'll have to say this because I walk in there and I wasn't expecting like. Oh, yeah. The first time you walked in. The first time. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't expecting them to ask me, (laughs) you know, what's your reason here? Right. Yeah. And at that point, I just wanted to sit down with the baby. Yeah. So he could remain asleep. Yeah. And so that's what I said. Like, well, I just wanted to sit down and suck. I could just, he could just fall asleep, you know, be asleep. Yeah. And so that was fine. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. So it's not like, they're not really like watching you like, oh, what are you doing? It's no. just more of like, they just want to, I think, make it clear that y- this is for a specific purpose. It's not just a room that you can go into. Yeah. So you walk in, there's kind of like a main area where people can be. And there's like high chairs, like I said, for feeding your baby. And then there's separate areas that are, like, divided off for, like, nursing or pumping. Yeah. And there's changing tables. And then there's a little, like, kitchenette. 
Yeah. Which is really nice. You can like wash your bottles. You can repair food. You can repair the bottles. And there are also bottle warmers, but somebody was saying that they didn't work. Uh, at least in Disneyland. Anyway, <laughs> what? I don't know. That's the specific, but okay. I know. Also, I have to give too many details. Uh, so do you, though. Uh, I think I started to fade away from giving too much. Yeah, details. you've been getting better about that. Anyway, and you're getting worse. I'm getting worse. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody has to do it. Somebody has to fill that role. So, <laughs> anyway. But yeah. Basically, my point is just that it was very nice. So uh-huh. we kind of used the whole everything. You know, we like the only thing we didn't use were like the high chairs because he's not yeah. old enough for that. But like we used that area to n- pump, to nurse, to change yeah. diapers, mm-hmm. to prepare bottles, to wash the bottles, everything. And it was just very. Um, it was a, just a, such a nice environment. It was even though there was lots of babies. It was quiet compared to like all the hustle and bustle of Disneyland. All the yeah, places in Disneyland and California Adventure. That was the quietest. That's the only place place that's like truly quiet. Yeah. 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 And so so calm. Again, even though there's like small children and babies, it's just not it was just very nice. Yeah. Yeah, so calm and I think it's just, you know, very intentionally that way. Yeah. I was gonna say if we could, we 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 could have recorded an episode (laughs) in the industry, which I've, I've thought about this. We should try to record an episode while we were at Disneyland. That would be cool. It be, it's going to be so loud. Oh, yeah, I know. And the other thing that I think is funny <laughs> is at least the first, at, at the one in Disneyland, like the first couple times we went there, I also just thought it was funny that like even the cast members that they had working there yeah. seemed like these like little like older motherly figures mm. you know what i mean yeah, yeah like wow everything is just like so intentional here mm-hmm. but um yeah i just wanted to give a big shout out to those two rooms because that was very cool those were lifesavers oh yeah yeah so after going into the one in uh, disneyland the first day uh we were like oh we are we are gonna be coming here Oh yeah. We, so that 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 uh was super helpful, and it's a bummer that there's only one in each uh, park. Um, well, I think for California Adventure it's fine because it's very central and it's a smaller park. That's true. But for Disneyland, they do need another one. They do because your baby, when he gets a dirty diaper or something happens, you need to you know take care of him or her. Um, so it's super convenient when you have the baby center super close to you. But when, when you're not, it's like, okay, well, you need to go to the bathroom and that's just a hassle. Their changing stations that they have in their bathrooms are very nice mm. for yeah, what they are. I, I just don't like... But it's there's, not... There's yeah. a common thing where changing stations are just like in in the actual like bathroom. It's not like you have a stall for yourself. It's like, yeah. you know, you're exposed and I don't like that. Yeah. About, about that. Yeah. That's interesting also because I feel like it's probably a lot less common to see somebody changing a diaper in the men's room. I would yeah. guess. Like, have you ever seen somebody else using a changing station in the men's uh-uh. room? Yeah. That's what I figured. I feel like in women's restrooms, it's like, it happens all the time. Yeah. And nobody really thinks anything of it. Right. But I feel like it is less common. Yeah. Like the one that I only changed uh, his diaper once in, in the restroom. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was right, like super close to the front door. Yeah. That's how it was in the women's Oh, really? Room. It's yeah. just weird to me. Was there just one? Yeah. 
Oh, see, I knew it. In the <gasps> women's, there's like three changing three? stations. Yeah. And I heard somebody talking about this no recently, way. how that's like uh, very interesting how it's like reinforcing this idea that like yeah. taking care of babies is yeah. the woman's job. So yeah, it's very Dang. interesting. But I'm glad they at least do have them in the men's room. Mm-hmm. And that's important, you know? Yeah. Because like, what if you were there, there with him by yourself, which you were for a while, which we can talk about later a Wait. little bit where like you for a while you were actually in the park oh, yeah. with him like by yourself yeah for like hours yeah and so like that's <laughs> very important for not just at disneyland for public places to have changing stations in the yeah. men's room yeah come on so, three i'm so shocked i'm pretty sure there was like three in that one and what? It, yeah wow man i know so anyway but yeah so baby rooms those are great yeah there's a lot more to talk about baby centers but i i think we kind of covered the main gist of it yeah but it is a game changer like you need to go if you're gonna have a a, a child mm-hmm. uh like that it's free there's a, they also have provide like free uh wipes or stuff that you need i think even diapers mm-hmm. and stuff and so yeah uh, and they also have a machine like a vending machine the one at disneyland was um wasn't working but the one at california adventure it was a functional one where you could i think i saw this online because i never really messed around with it but it, it says like you buy like certain baby products and stuff oh i didn't know that yeah i didn't see that you didn't no oh yeah i wish i thought you saw it no yeah we never really talked about it but interesting it was right in the the scent like the uh, main like room oh at uh, california adventure yeah and um so you can hmm. buy you can check online like again go to the app or whatever you could and you'll see like what kind of uh, things they have there. That's cool. But it's super convenient. Yeah, I think yeah. they even have like baby formula. That was one thing That's that they had there. Cool, baby yeah. formula. I think you know bottle. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, and they had like a in one of them they had like a water fountain with like mm-hmm. filtered water. Mm-hmm. And then at the other one they said that their water was just filtered that was like coming through the sink. Oh, gotcha. interesting. But yeah, it was very nice. Like they pretty much had everything that you need. Yeah. <laughs> so my number four is at one point on monday we were actually this kind of fits in with like me being with um the baby for a while by ourselves we were at starbucks at, at california adventure mm-hmm. for about like three hours or so i felt like no we, we were there maybe for, longer we were actually long we were there a lot longer there and uh eventually you you joined us but um Throughout the whole time I was there, I think it was like, yeah, four hours or so, whatever. I was just people watching. <laughs> and I think this is something, I, I guess we could put the, this down as like something I learned. Uh-huh. That everyone, for the most part, walks super fast. <laughs> and and they and I, and I get it. Like, people want to get from one point to another, like, yeah. quickly. Yeah. Um, and a kind of side note to this number four is that the people at Disneyland are not super mindful of people that have strollers or people, especially people that are um, that ha- that are using the little um, electric scooters. Electric scooters. Yeah. And I, I'm also thinking like part of the problem where I, I was aware of that, like oh, there's people here, but I want to get to this yeah, place, and so I, I could have done a better job. You know, so yeah. uh, I'm calling myself out about that. Like it, it's a it's a problem that I saw, and um, not just when I was people watching, but you know, it's it's a it's a problem, and that's why they don't allow you to run. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and they call you out saying, "Hey, stop doing that." Um, but 
the one thing I noticed too, along with this, is that um, people with strollers, like it takes forever to you for you to cr- cross the street or for you to walk, yeah. you know, a few feet away. Yeah. Um, especially when there's uh, a lot of people around, like after a parade ends or after something, an event ends, like there's a lot of people just walking you know, dispersing. Yeah. That's something I noticed. And I also noticed that some people, this older couple on the electric scooters, taking a while to cross. Yeah, I noticed um, that too. I'm not sure if they ended up like really crossing right away after we passed them. I just felt bad. It's like, well, what I if... I know, me too. Uh, first off, like, yeah, it is us. Like, you know, with the, with the strollers, there's a lot of people that just bypass us really quickly. Yeah. Walk around us or whatever. Um, but what if we get to a point where we're old, older, and we can't really walk? We have to use like scooters. Like mm-hmm. we're we're gonna feel like more of a nuisance, you know? Yeah. Because that that's how we are treating people. And then again, like I, I, I felt that too. I'm like, oh, I could have stopped. Yeah. You know, I could have waited for them to cross and stuff. So I do feel bad about that. Yeah. No, I agree with you. And we were there on a weekend, which we aren't normally, mm-hmm. and it was very busy. Yeah. And it is hard to, like, navigate so many people. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it is hard when people include, like you said, including us, like, we could definitely be more considerate yeah, in the uh, Yeah. I mean, I'm not giving myself, like, uh, like, here's why, but I was just thinking, well, there's people that that uh, were walking, so it's a, well, well the, they're already waiting the people on the scooters, mm. they're already waiting, so, you know. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, people walking, traffic is, is a, it's a, it's a different, like, like, I don't know, it, it's a thing, mm-hmm. you know, it's a behavior, it's a, you know, sociology. Oh, like it's a like whole it's, phenomenon. It, it is. No, it, it, it is. Like, I, I think there's like even some research and stuff done on like how people walk and, yeah. you know, how crazy do people walk and, and all that stuff. So it's his own little like um, social, I'm not sure what the right word is, but yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, next thing I want to talk about. Now, this is something that I would say this is a little bit of a stretch because it's not exactly something I learned at Disneyland, but kind of. So this is something I'm going to use this phrase that I heard somebody else say recently on social Mm -hmm. media. And I feel like this is something that I am sort of learning. I don't know. This is going to be weird, I think. Is this the whole era word thing? No, 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 no. Did we talk about this last week? No. Okay. We, we talked about this off the podcast. Oh my god! Can we talk about this later? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, this is something serious. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I just, I'm not sure if this is going to make sense, but I, I'll just say it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what? Okay, so something I heard somebody say recently is like that babies are and should be welcome in public. Yeah. And so that was something that I think this trip is really helping me to mm-hmm. to realize and to kind of like be able to break through my mm-hmm. own like you know anxieties. Yeah, hundred um, percent. I agree with that. Like I, f- I felt the same way. Yeah, and so what I mean by that is that like the the whole point is like babies are people, and we shouldn't be like embarrassed or worried about them doing baby things mm-hmm. in public. 
yeah. like crying. Yeah. And so that was something that I kind of really came face to face with on this trip mm-hmm. is learning how to like not get super anxious about mm-hmm. the baby crying when yeah. when there's other people around. Yeah. And is it okay for me to talk about this? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, okay. I agree. So, yeah, because we had a couple of different situations of like going on a shuttle at one point mm-hmm. and, you know, that's a little challenging because it's like such a small little area yeah. with so many people. Mm-hmm. And then also just kind of at one point being in the middle of Disneyland and him just being upset because he was very tired yeah, and he needed to go to sleep. And, and so I think that's just like an important thing to kind of realize is that like he is, is that like he is being a baby and yeah. that's what he's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And babies are, and you know, they're part of our world and they're part of our society. And we should yeah. like value them for who they are, not just like what they will become. Right. Right. So we should welcome them in public spaces, you know, yeah. and realize that like, yeah, the babies are going to cry sometimes. And um, sometimes they're going to like poop loudly where you can hear it. <laughs> yeah. There's people around and like, that's, because that's what they're supposed to do. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was just something that, like, I think I'm continuing to to learn mm-hmm. and to, like, um, grow in my own, like, anxieties of feeling like, um, like, oh, no, like, I have to, like, deal with it right now. And, mm-hmm. and like, I can't let him cry. Yeah. Um, and just being okay with it and being like, no, actually it's okay because like he's a person and he's also a baby and babies cry and that's how they communicate. Yeah. Yeah. The social structures say that, uh, if there's a crying baby, well, that's a, a problem. Um, yeah. That should be handled ASAP. Yeah. Like, we can't allow crying to go more than five seconds or so. Right. Otherwise now we as a society are blaming the parents mm-hmm. and the parents, us, feel like oh ashamed yeah and we thought about this and we talked about this and we're like i feel i feel guilty mm. for bringing our baby like oh here it is like people's kind of thoughts or they, they, they never told people have never told us this but we kind of felt it like as a, as a whole like people are saying like oh that's not a good idea bringing a baby to disneyland yeah you know good luck you know and, and all that yeah and nobody said that to us that's, that's what i said yeah yeah that, but just like that's but like that's kind a of vibe. The, the vibe that you kind of mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. get from people or that we've heard people say in the past not about us but about other people right right yeah. so that's why i didn't want to tell anyone like we went to disneyland or we're going to it you know just mm-hmm. because like i don't i don't want that like to to me for me to assume uh, you know put that on them like oh maybe they're thinking that like it's a bad idea yeah and i think not only that but i was worried that people were going to think that we shouldn't bring our baby to disneyland because it's like selfish right that's like, another reason that's going to be hard like hard on him and that you're just doing it for yourself like, how because dare you, you yeah. want to be there yeah and i did struggle with that a little bit with that yeah. guilt especially during those times when he was crying mm-hmm. and i had to use like my coping skills of like you know, reminding myself that like he cries at home too. Right. And he sometimes has a hard time falling asleep at home too. Uh-huh. And so, yeah, of course there's a balance of like, 
maybe we wouldn't want him to be in that stimulating of an environment every single day mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean it doesn't mean that it was like a negative experience for right. him yeah, and, and also no. i think in many ways there are positive things about it mm-hmm. like for him and his development and learning and things mm-hmm. i don't know i mean i'm, not, <laughs> I'm right. not trying to say like oh this is you know right helping his development but yeah i just had to kind of like remind myself that you know it's okay and we're not mm-hmm. like being selfish by by bringing him of right. course we're like taking care of him and making sure that he's that he's good but it's okay mm-hmm. for us to also like enjoy our time there yeah totally yeah and, and so that's something that we, we we wrestled with throughout the whole trip yeah i think towards the end we felt a lot more confident yeah which we'll get to i think at the end you know wrap up the whole thing with the bow mm-hmm. um just how we felt about everything yeah. but uh, yeah the first like day it felt like well like i'm not sure about this yeah but i think the more time we spend there the more t- we just got we learned what to what to do and what not to do what to mm-hmm. avoid and stuff and, and look at the reality of things like the baby center and all that stuff and also realize there's all these other kids children out there babies yeah um out there so you felt like cool people were doing it so it's yeah. fine you know if they cry they'll cry yeah you know it's not the first time people have heard a baby cry so um okay can i say one thing about that ahead. of like the feeling like the like we weren't alone when we were riding that uh columbia boat yeah around the the lake you know we got to this one part where there's this like little adventure island that's kind of like a play mm-hmm. area and um there's there was this like rickety like bridge thing that you can like go across oh, as yeah. part of the play thing and um there was this couple that was probably like about our age maybe a little younger actually yeah. and they had a um so first you see the the guy go across the bridge and it was like you know and we and we saw him doing that and we were like oh i like i just didn't know that bridge was there so we were just mm-hmm. kind of like oh look that's cool and then um Behind him was his, like, wife or girlfriend or whoever. Mm-hmm. And she was, like, um, she was wearing uh, their baby, mm-hmm. it, who was probably, like, I don't know, three or four months old. Yeah. And, like, a baby wrap. And she was, like, go- going across the bridge behind them. And mm-hmm. I um, and I just felt a lot of, like, camaraderie there because right. they yeah. didn't have any other kids. Because I feel like a lot of times you'll see, like, a family with a baby and they also have, like, an older child. Mm-hmm. And um, so I was like, oh, that's cool. It seems like they're yeah. just there, like, enjoying Disneyland together yeah. like we are with their baby. Yeah, that, that felt really nice to yeah. to see all those people out there with babies. Um, so that's a big picture, right, that we want to still enjoy life and do do life with with a baby. And with that, with having a baby, obviously there's going to be some limitations, but they shouldn't be viewed in a negative way. You know, right. I think that you should obviously put the baby first. Yeah. You know, put your baby as a priority uh, and, and work around the things that you want to do and like doing. Yeah, there's a difference between like, I'm just going to go out there and like, I'm not going to change anything about my life when I have a baby and I'm going to do all these things like in spite of having a baby. Yeah. And there's a difference between that and saying like, uh, we're still going to like 
do things that we enjoy mm-hmm. with our baby. Yeah, or if you do, you want to enjoy like a nice date or whatever, like just the, you and the spouse. Yeah, yeah, right? no, but I'm saying like it's not like oh well, this baby just has to like come along for the ride because this is my life yeah. type of a situation. But like oh, let, let's figure out how we can incorporate um, having a baby or a small child or whatever into the things that we also enjoy doing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I think that there can be a really great balance there between, yeah. um, being, you know, being able to, uh, like, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I hear you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I made my point. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Your turn. Okay, so this is my third one. Um, so there's no quiet places at Disneyland or California Adventure. Uh, there's Except no dual, the baby rooms. Yeah, there's no really dual moments or places where it's very quiet. Yeah. Um, and at one point, one of us had to take a phone call. Um, and you need to find a quiet pay- place to someone's take a phone call. Yeah. So, um, we tried for so long finding your places to like, okay, go and, and, uh, be away from music. Yeah. And so sometimes when you're looking for something, you realize like, Oh yeah. Like I discovered this about the place, you know? So, uh, because we were looking for silence, we actually noticed that Disneyland, California adventure, they're, they're loud. Yeah, even when, like, the we thought that, okay, this, like, spot is kind of quiet, then the monorail, like, goes by over our heads. I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh, my goodness, it's yeah. so loud. Yeah, and also with, like, you know, considering the baby, having the baby in mind. Yeah. You also want to be away from, like, loud speakers and stuff. And so, like, I remember the first night at Downtown Disney, like, every maybe 10 steps, there was, like, a po- <laughs> like a lamp post that had a speaker attached to it. And, and I never really thought about that before. Yeah, same here. So, that's a funny thing about just doing life is that you realize stuff now that you're aware or considered about something. Mm-hmm. You know, with that, for us, it was the baby. Like, we want to be mindful of, like, how a lot of things were and everything. So, we realized, like, yeah, it, it is cool for the experience because there's never again a dull moment yeah uh or a quiet uh place so <laughs> yeah yeah i because re- i remember when we uh first just got on the the tram that takes you from the parking garage to the parks mm-hmm. um i was like oh my goodness the driver or like the person who was talking over the intercom was so loud yeah. and those are just the things that i like i had never really thought about before mm-hmm. and all the mm-hmm. like the live music is so cool but i was like does it have to be this loud? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, when's like, you know, we don't have to worry about that stuff. It's like, bring it on, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was enjoyable for sure. But I was just kind of <laughs> like, um, it might be a little bit loud for his little yeah. ears. So in case if one of y'all are trying to get take like a, a serious like phone call or or heck like a FaceTime or anything, like you're like, <laughs> you're like, like I have to take this real quick. You just, you know, be aware that there's no place where you can escape true very true maybe the bathroom but mm, those that's are still, still pretty loud yeah yeah very echoey yes <laughs> okay my number two this was one of the biggest things i wanted to talk about on this episode so okay oh, wow gear up here we go okay my number two thing that i learned on our disneyland trip is actually the answer to a question that we that i asked on the podcast, I think last week, 
Really? Or two weeks ago. I can't remember. Oh, yeah. And so I, I can't believe I have an answer to this question now. So something I learned at Disneyland was what I would do if I saw a YouTuber, somebody that I follow at Disneyland. That was talked about I literally week. said, like, oh, hypothetical, if I met, if I saw, like, a YouTuber out in public, like, at Disneyland, and it happened. So, I have to tell the story. <laughs> so, this was on the second night, the last night. Mm-hmm. This was, like, our last hours yeah. at the parks. We were in California Adventure, and I didn't, I forgot, I didn't actually mention this to you. We were, so... Side note, California Adventure right now is having um, this, like, festival of holidays um, event. Mm-hmm. And they have all of these, like, food booths mm-hmm. that are not normally there. And they had really good, like, food and oh, drinks. Yeah. We tried quite a few different things. And that was really, really fun. So if you're mm-hmm. going anytime soon, check out those uh, food and drinks. Yeah. I think they're going to be there till the beginning of January. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so we were walking around California Adventure. And I was looking for, like, one more thing I wanted to eat. Because, like, we had had something small. I wanted something else to eat. So we're looking around. And I was trying to decide, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, oh, um, I think I want to try something from the Cozy Cone, which is a place where you can eat in California Adventure. Mm -hmm. And In in Cars Land. Oh, yeah, sorry. In Cars Land. Yeah. And so um, if I hadn't said that... We wouldn't have had this encounter. We would have missed this. Yeah. yeah. So um, I was like, okay, yeah. So let's go down into Cars Land. We weren't planning on doing that because we yeah. had already looked at it the night before. Yeah. So we turned down to go into Cars Land. And I, want, I was carrying the baby and I wanted to just sit down for a minute and like rest and also look at the menu on the app. Yeah. But you didn't, you didn't tell me this. I didn't tell you this, but I just like saw there's this, there's this nice little like alcove place in Mm -hmm. cars land that's like never there's never anyone there Mm -hmm. and it's a very nice little spot to just like sit down and relax yeah and so i just actually did nod but i don't know if you saw it but i like nodded my head to you that i was like gonna turn turn that way did you see me no okay well i did so i was walking ahead of you you had the stroller and so i turned down into this area because i just wanted to sit down for a minute but i didn't tell you i just nodded my head yeah and um so I'm like several steps ahead of you. Mm-hmm. I turn into this little area. And as I'm walking over to the bench, I hear a voice behind me. I didn't even recognize that it was your voice because <laughs> of what you said. It was so unexpected. Yeah. So I did not register that it was your voice. But I hear mm-hmm. a voice say, a big fan. <laughs> and I thought in my brain, I was like, I wonder if there's like somebody, you know, famous or like a, influencer or something here that's interesting so i turn around i look over my shoulder i wasn't really i was not expecting to see anybody that i like recognized at all but when i turn around that whole thought process just leaves my brain entirely because i noticed that you were talking to somebody which pretty much this whole time at disneyland you don't really talk to people at Disneyland unless you're like maybe in line behind them for a long time. Or you bump into them and or say you, sorry. Yeah, but generally it's not really a place where people make small talk. Everybody's on a mission. Yeah. So I turn around and I see that you're talking to somebody. Um, it was this girl who I actually had noticed her backpack that she was wearing. She was wearing this like Santa Claus backpack. Oh. And I see you talking to her and 
so I'm like, that's weird because again, we had not yeah. talked to anybody this whole time. <laughs> so like, that's unusual. Yeah. And then I see her gesturing to the drink that you were holding. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, it's strange. I guess she must have like stopped him and asked about his drink. Yeah. But it wasn't like a very remarkable looking drink. So no. the whole thing seemed odd to me. So I'm just like standing there, just staring, like trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah. Then uh, I noticed the the guy who's standing next to the girl that you're talking yeah. to. And all of a sudden, the, all the pieces like click together <laughs> in my mind. And I'm like, oh, that is the couple from this YouTube channel that I watch called Magic Journeys. Mm-hmm. And shout out. And they make Disneyland content. Yeah. And I've been watching them for a couple of years. But more recently, I've really been getting into their videos a lot. Yeah. And so I was like, I can't believe it. I was like very shocked. And so <laughs> I and I have to stop here and say though that you made no reference to like gesture to me to come over, like to like look at me or say like yeah. anything. Yeah. And I know that you you told me later that you were not wanting to like make it weird and like make a spectacle of, of it and like oh yeah. come here like you like look what i found <laughs> yeah but i was like oh this is so weird so i i assumed that you assumed that i would like notice uh, yeah I was hoping. obviously yeah. yeah so i like quickly walk over mm-hmm. and i think I, I think i said so here's the answer to the question of what i would do yeah i think i said oh my gosh <laughs> you did <laughs> that's you like did. the first thing i that was said thing you walked you walk towards us. Yeah. And that's what you said. That was like my way of like, like oh my inserting gosh. myself into the mm-hmm. conversation. I was like, oh my gosh. And then I think I said something like, oh, I love your videos or something like that. Uh-huh. And then, and then we just like had a little conversation with them about, they make a lot of food content, Disneyland food content. Yeah. So we talked about like food and we wanted to like reference something that we had like tried off of their recommendation yeah but my mind just went completely blank oh yeah yeah um, i even a- like said to you like asked you like hey what was that one food that we tried <laughs> that they recommended and you're like oh i forgot i was like oh yeah but, but there was one thing i did say that like i said well i tried to get the mickey gingerbread cookie that they had suggested yeah. but i couldn't get it because they were sold out blah, blah blah so we talked about that for a minute yeah and then you told them like oh we really like your videos because you're honest about the things you like and the things you don't like yeah so we talked about that a little bit mm-hmm. And they talked about how, like, oh, there's good food. There's, like, better food here and better desserts in Disneyland. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And then that was pretty much it. And then yeah. they, they went on, continued. Yeah. Continued going. So let's backtrack, backtrack a little bit. So You want to share your perspective now? Yeah, my perspective. <laughs> my POV. Audie's POV, right? <laughs> okay. What would I do if I, I would meet a YouTuber or celebrity yeah, at so, Disneyland? Yeah, so basically the question of mine was not fully answered because I wasn't the one who had to initiate no, it. No. But I did obviously walk over and say, oh my gosh. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So here's what I I did. Yeah. So this is my answer, I guess. Um, so you, we were walking inside Cars Land, right? Uh, to, to go, the mission was, okay, we're going to go to this area where they sell food. Yeah. But like you said, you were going to sit down first and look at the food mm-hmm. on your phone. Um, I didn't know that. Right. Right. So um, you're on the right side. You walk to- towards that little section on the right. And I'm like, and we kind of split up because there was that guy, the YouTuber, and kind of in front of us. 
and he was like he was filming something yeah you tell he was shooting something with this like crazy big zoom lens right (laughs) so we both kind of split right yeah and uh, you go behind him and i was gonna do that but then i look look at this guy from behind (laughs) and i'm like oh I kind of did a quick, you know, two, what do you call call that? A two. Double take? Yeah. So I did a double take. And I'm like, huh, this guy looks familiar from the back, right? Uh Um, And so let me walk in front of him to confirm this, right? (laughs) If I think I know who this guy is. Yeah. And and as I'm thinking uh, this, you are starting to walk away from me. Yeah. Right? Going to the right, to the little section. And I didn't want to call you. One, two reasons. One, because I didn't want you to stop me from confronting them. Because <laughs> I, I had a feeling that you were going to do that. Uh-huh. I may have, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, think that, I think that's the answer to the what will you do. But um, we don't know for sure. <laughs> because I'm so glad that you did stop and talk to them. Yeah, of course. Anyway, go um, ahead. So I'm like, no, she's going to stop me. Because you're going to be like, no, no, no. No, that's like, embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Oh, look at him. He's working. Like, the, we shouldn't be, we sh- you know, whatever, whatever. What if they're, he's going to be mad? So I was like, no, I'm not going to uh, have her stop me from having this moment. <laughs> Two, he was pretty close to us where he could have heard me. I think mean, he could have heard me. Oh, yeah. You didn't say, want to make it weird. Like, hey, Savannah, look at this guy. You know? <laughs> so I, I, th- I thought, okay, well, no, it's too late, right? Um, so let me walk close to him and uh, potentially in front of him so I could confirm it's him. And so I, I, I'm like, oh, yeah, this guy's from YouTube. And, and then I was trying to look for his partner. Yeah. And then there she was, like, maybe, like, <laughs> 15 feet away. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah, I said, big fan. And, <laughs> and here's the thing. I am not the one that subscribes to them. I'm not the one that really watches them. So I kind of lied, but I was very excited that I w- to see them, <laughs> and I didn't know what to say. And I look at them, I, I look at more her, because she was done doing what she was doing. I think she was, like, Instagramming or something, uh-huh. and she was kind of walking towards the guy. Yeah. And I I look at both of them, and I know the guy's busy, so I look at her, I'm like, oh my gosh. So she, I, I think, could tell that I, I knew who they were. Yeah. So the first thing that came to mind was Big Fan. And, um, but I do enjoy watching their videos. I think I also subscribed and, and all that stuff. Um, yeah. But anyway, yeah, so the, it, was re- it was really cool to interact with them. Yeah. So the question still is up there. Like, what would you do if you were the one that would like, what if we traded places? Would you do the same thing? I'm not sure. I know. I think that I wouldn't have. Like, yeah. if, like let's say I had been by myself at that moment. Oh, yeah. I probably wouldn't have said anything. And then I would have regretted it a big time. Yes. I am so glad that you said something. And all mm-hmm. I had to do was just like walk up and join the conversation. Yeah. And I'm glad you came up to yeah because... The thing is, yeah, I wasn't. I didn't want to like call you over as yeah. I was having a discussion with them. Right, you wanted to be a little more natural. Yeah, and yeah, we didn't take pictures. We didn't ask for them. Yeah, um, one because I'm again, I'm not the one that's like fully invested. Um, but to think about where I would have asked asked for a picture. Oh, for really? Sure. Well, yeah, yeah. I think I think 
uh, like I told you, we had like a 20, 30 minute talk after this. We like reflected on it. <laughs> I was going to bring stuff. that up. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we talked about like, yeah, I think down the line, like maybe a year or two, like maybe once I'm like really into watching the videos and stuff, um, I might look back at this moment and say, man, I wish I would have taken a picture with him. It crossed my mind during the conversation, but I was like, no way. I'm not going to ask. Yeah. And it, it's fine. It was fine. It was good. It's like, okay, it ended. The conversation stopped. We went our separate ways with no, uh, you know, pictures or anything. I was like, cool. It was it was just a super... The only people that are going to know that that was, uh, like, true, it was a, you know, we had a moment, was us four. Yeah. Five, I guess, maybe. Yeah, true. Yeah. And so after that happened, we sat down on that bench that I was on my way to. And we reflected for 20 minutes. We talked about the interaction for, like, truly, like, 20 minutes. Yeah. And we were just talking about, like... Was it awkward? Was it not awkward? Yeah. Were they awkward? Should we have... When I said big fans, was that... <laughs> saying big fans, was that okay? Yeah. Like, we, we talked about everything. Play by play of the whole thing. Yeah. So then, we're sitting there. Yeah. And we have this whole thing, you know, obviously top of mind, because we were just processing the whole thing. Then, I'm looking out at the main area of Cars Land. Mm-hmm. where people are lots of people are walking back and forth yeah and i see this guy and i'm thinking in my brain that kind of looks like this other youtuber mm-hmm. that we watch all the time like we watch a ton of his videos yeah, for years now for years and he's also a disney content creator yeah and i said i was just like kind of half joking so i watched him for like five seconds and i was like I'm going to say this. I'm going to be wrong. And Audie's going to be like, yeah, that's ridiculous. But I was like, is that Chris Provost? And I kind of said it almost like half joking. Yeah. Because I was like, no, that's silly. I'm just thinking about meeting YouTubers because we just met you- some YouTubers. Right. So you look at him and you were no, like. At first I was like, who are you talking about? And and I, and I almost asked you. Like, are you kidding? Because I thought you were. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't say I it very seriously. Anyone. And yeah. also because we had just met the yeah. other YouTubers. So so I was really studying, like, everyone. I'm like, who, where? Yeah, and by the time I said it, he was almost, like, kind of passing by. Yeah. So, and so I said it kind of too late on purpose because, again, I was like, that's not him, but so I'm just going to say it. So I didn't get, like, a full, like, front face yeah. shot. Yeah. Look. But then by the time you look at him, yeah, he's kind of passing by. And then you were like, well... Actually, that is kind of like the way he walks. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and like, all, and then he has I, a limp. And then I was like, wait. And then I was like, wait, that jacket, those are like the colors of like their brand, like yeah. their YouTube channel. And so, yeah, glasses, the glasses, hair, and everything. Then, and then all of a sudden, wait, we were like, wait a second. That was Chris Provost. Yeah. It was. And I even like looked up, looked on his Instagram. And saw that he was at Disneyland that day. Yeah. And I also saw on his Instagram an ad for that jacket that he was wearing. Oh. And so we were like, oh my gosh, that actually really was him. We just basically saw our two Disneyland YouTube people that we watched within like five minutes of each other. Yeah. Both in Cars Land. Yeah. (laughs) It was so crazy. Yeah. And so I was so bummed out about the whole missing out on meeting Chris Provost because I really would have gone up to him and say, hey, I like, you know, but we did it. And it it, was too late. By the time we realized that it actually was him, Mm -hmm. it was definitely too late to like run after him. Yeah. It's just like, oh, look, another person. 
So that was nuts. Yeah. Yeah. That was so funny. It was so crazy. We talked about that for so long, too. We were like, I can't believe it. Like, we missed him. But it was so weird that we saw them within five minutes of each other. And it wasn't like there was anything in particular happening in Cars Land. No. So it's not like there was a reason why they were both there. It was a coincidence that they were both there. Yeah, I know. That was crazy. It makes sense because that was the the first weekend of... Christmas time. Yeah, Christmas time. Yeah, but I... I'm actually, in a way, more surprised that we saw both of them because I know that Magic Journeys had already filmed a video mm-hmm. in Disneyland at Christmas time. They were there on Friday. Yeah. And then I think that Chris Provost also had already filmed. Oh. And so I was like, yeah, yeah I'm not that shocked to know that. I mean, I am shocked that they were both there again on that day, on uh-huh. Monday when we uh-huh. were there. And just today, the Magic Journeys yeah. people, they released the, the video that they were shooting that day that we saw them. Yeah. And you could tell based on like the, the, the outfits that they were wearing. Yeah. yeah. So this is my number two. And it's now to the big theme, uh, like that I said earlier, like, okay, we're going to talk about this later. So... My number two is Disneyland is baby doable. Mm, yeah. Right? Yeah, it so is. So we talked about like how there's strollers, there's other babies, there's baby centers. Like they have put uh, babies in mind. Yeah. And so it is doable. Like mm-hmm. they, they've gone and looked at everything. They're like, yep, this is like baby safe. Yeah. Baby approved. Uh, and uh, they even have like, like from like, like str- parking your strollers like all that stuff like mm-hmm. they have systems they do where it works if you have a baby yeah so that also just speaks again on going back to the whole like uh, theme of doing things with your baby mm-hmm. right going to disneyland with your baby it is doable and that shouldn't be like a scary thing um go in mind like go to disneyland with like a plan but know that like it might change because it did change for us, right? Oh yeah. Um, and so it was cool to like once entering Disneyland, it was great to realize like okay, we are doing this and, and together, and we're learning, yeah. and we'll see how, what the baby wants and does and all that stuff, and we'll we'll, we'll play by ear. And it was really nice that um, we got to do that together and um along with this number two it it bleeds into doing this as a team and it felt like we did it did it as a team um because it was the three of us no one else was there to help us we (laughs) we had to deal with everything that came with 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 the trip and everything Uh, and we'll talk about that towards the end uh what (laughs) happened at the end but it was it was nice and it felt like we're doing this together like we had um you know plan a b c in mind with like okay we're gonna have the stroller we're gonna have the car seat we're gonna have you know the formula and all that stuff ready to go uh we're gonna have the the water to mix it with the formula and everything and uh and so disneyland had a lot of stuff for us you know yeah 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 and i think um we like we enjoyed it in the moment and i think that we also enjoyed like thinking back on the day and being like wow we did that like we we were we spent the day in disneyland with our baby mm-hmm. and i remember one of the first days or or one of the first like moments of being in the park i think i said to you like like we've been dreaming about this for years i know being in disneyland with our baby yeah or with our child yeah yeah, and uh, I would say that 
this whole trip, it really, I think, made us like better, and mm -hmm. and we learned, and I think the baby learned. Yeah, like we realized that he slept a lot more uh, during the night, uh, and. He slept so well in the hotel room, and we're trying yeah. to kind of crack the code on why that was. Yeah, yeah. But he did so good. Yeah, yeah he slept through a lot of stuff, like while we were walking and everything, and and I was I was very shocked. That, yeah, that that happened. Yeah, and so I think we were joking about like, oh no, you like there, you slept through seeing Santa Claus. Yes, you slept through the you know. The parade, you slept through the so boat many ride. Things. Oh my gosh, yeah, so many things. His first uh, ride. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it was it was really cool. Like at the end of it, it felt like it made us, I think, like better. Yeah. You know, a little stronger because we went through through a whole day and, and a half, like both Sunday and Monday. Well, actually, two days. Yeah, two whole days. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and, um, and also, I was with them for a while by myself, and mm -hmm. that that really it was scary, you know. <laughs> like I, I definitely want you, need you, like with me with when I have the baby. But to have us like just us two go around, like to to be there together, was cool. And like it was scary, but we we did it, you know. And so yeah. it definitely like gave me a lot of like parenting uh, experience, mm -hmm. you know, um, doing doing Disneyland together. Yeah, so it, it was really cool. For that that we got to uh do that um yeah as, as a team mm -hmm. so that's kind of um the whole kind of perspective that i have with the whole trip for the most part that kind of encompasses everything yeah um but uh yeah what about you what's your what, your take or do you have your number two ready no uh i'm on number one now oh okay okay yeah what's your number one um well I assume that I can do my number one now because I assume that ours are both about the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I made it work where like, okay, this has to be about the. Yeah. Yeah. We had to do day. this last. So, so go ahead. As much as I would love to end this on the whole, like meeting the YouTubers thing, this uh -huh. has to be the number one. Yes. Can I see the, the, what the title of this was going to be? Yes. Yes. I was going to say. Okay. You okay. So uh, after this whole trip ended, I was like, we should call. Once we talk about this, we should call the episode Disneyland or Bust. And that's a little callback to the episode a, a year ago that we made last summer called Colorado or Bust. Mm -hmm. If you have listened to that episode, you know that it was a bust yeah. for the most part. So For the most part, yes. Uh, so now fast forward to this trip. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Yeah, I would say the the Colorado trip was mostly bust. <laughs> yeah. This trip was more Disneyland than bust, but Definitely. there was still some bust. Yes. And so let's talk about it. So my number one thing that I learned on this trip, mm -hmm. <laughs> I think you might <laughs> you might think that my choice of like what I how I worded the lesson might be a little weird. I think okay, I have an idea what it could be. Really? Yeah. Okay, so my thing that I learned... Let me see how exactly I worded it. Oh, no, I, I know what I said. The number one thing that I learned is that the company... Prog yeah, progressive. I knew, I knew it. The company Progressive does not deserve my business and has <laughs> lost me as a customer. <laughs> and I'm very glad that we can laugh about it now because I was not laughing at the time. So explain what happened. Okay. So 
We ended up staying at Disneyland a lot later than we were planning on on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, some things happened during the day <laughs> that yeah. kind of uh, delayed some things. And so we were like, well, let's just enjoy our evening here. Yeah. Because we didn't get to do a lot during the day. Mm-hmm. I'm really glad we did. We ended up trying a bunch of great foods. We met the YouTubers. Yeah. So I'm so glad that we stayed later. Yeah. And the baby was doing great. He was sleeping and everything. Yeah. So we end up leaving the park around 10. By the time we get to our car, you know, like 10, 20, 10, 30. Yeah. And so we're on the road by about 10, 30. And then we stop for gas. And no, so, we were going to. Oh, no, no, no. We stopped for coffee. Yeah. Yeah. So we stop and get some coffee at Starbucks. And then we're back on the road. And so we were only maybe like 40 minutes or so out of Anaheim. Yeah. And we're on the freeway. We're in the fast lane, I believe. Or maybe like one lane over from the fast yeah. lane. Mm-hmm. Suddenly there's this like loud sound and like bumpy feeling. And so if you know, you know, we you, you realized very quickly and I realized too, like, oh, okay, there's something wrong with the car. Yeah, at first I, I didn't. I was like, okay, I think I was thinking like, I think it's the road. Yeah, for a second. That's what it seemed like is, oh, like the road's bumpy. And then you could definitely feel that we had a flat tire. Yeah. So you quickly get over, you know, into like the shoulder, onto the shoulder of the freeway. Stop. And we're kind of like, oh my goodness. Like, this is not a great situation. Mm -hmm. It's late. It's dark, obviously. Yeah. And we're on the freeway. Mm -hmm. So... Obviously, the only thing that we can do in that instance is call um, roadside assistance. And because you mentioned like, oh, I do have a spare and I do, I could change it. And I said, no, like it is way too dangerous because we were right on the shoulder of the freeway. And so we, you know, you put in the request for progressive. Yeah. And we have used progressive before in the past, the roadside assistance, and it has been decent, Mm -hmm. fine. Mm -hmm. Um. Not great, I would say, but it's been fine. For me, as I thought far, it was great. Well, but. as far as the wait times, I think not amazing. But anyway, so you put in the request, and we're sitting there, and I was immediately pretty scared and yeah. feeling pretty anxious about being so close to, like, the freeway or being right on the freeway and having to sit there and obviously having the baby. And I was just feeling like this isn't safe. And like, what is the the right thing to do? Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking about like, could we make it to like an exit and get off of the freeway? Mm -hmm. Could we, could somebody like give us a ride? Could we like, should we call 911? Like these are all the things that are going through my mind. And then I'm thinking like, wait, are you supposed to get out of your car and just stand there? Like, is that safer Mm -hmm. than risking like being hit? Yeah. And so I didn't know, but I felt like we should be doing something like we shouldn't be just sitting here. Yeah. And I really was starting to feel pretty, pretty fearful. Mm hmm. In those first, like, minutes especially, I was, like, getting really, really scared. And um, so you put in the request, and you just have to wait for them to, like, connect you with a service provider and let you know how long it's going to be for them to come out. 
Yeah. So we wait for a little bit, and you, and then um, eventually you call them, mm-hmm. and it took a while, and they, I think they just said like, you know, we're going, we're going to text you once we have the ETA. Yeah. And so you hang up, and then pretty soon the ETA comes up on the app. And it says, I think, 45 to 75 minutes. Mm -hmm. And when you said that, I immediately just thought, no, like there is no way. That is way too long. Not just because I'm just like, oh, you know, that's inconvenient. I was really very scared for our safety. Yeah. And I just thought like there's no way that we can wait that long. Like we're going to have to call the police. Or we're going to have to, like, do something yeah. to get out of here because I was just very scared. Yeah. So, time goes by. And the more time that went by, I started to feel, like, a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, ba- the baby was sleeping. He he woke up, like, when it first happened and was crying. But then he was able to go back to sleep. Yeah. You said, I think, that he felt, right? Kind of the energy... Yeah, yeah, I really think so because he woke up very upset, like a lot more than he normally very would be upset. when he woke up. Yeah. So I really think that he could like tell that we were upset. Yeah. And it was very sad to see him like he seemed very distressed about it. Oh yeah. And then thankfully I was able to like calm him and he was able to go mm-hmm. back to sleep. But so thankfully he was fine, he was sleeping. And the more time that went by, I started to feel a little bit better, just feeling like, okay, I, I think we're going to be okay. But I kept, mm-hmm. for the first, like, at least 30 minutes, I kept thinking, like, should we get out of the car and just, like, stand there? But it was very cold. And uh, anyway, so time goes by. And then pretty soon, it get, finally gets down to, it's like, okay, 15 minutes. And that felt like, okay, we've made it this far. Just 15 more minutes. We're going to be fine. You know, it keeps getting lower and lower. Great. And pretty soon it says, pretty soon like the 40 minutes had gone by or 45 minutes or whatever. And it says, um, arriving soon. And I felt like amazing. We are at the finish line. We were thinking that we all might have to get out of the car. So we like made a bottle for the baby because we thought he would probably wake up and be hungry. So we were preparing for all of this and nothing happens. No. A few minutes go by after it says arriving soon. And we actually see a tow truck go by. Right. And then, like, quickly kind of get into the right lane and get off the freeway. And so we thought, okay, maybe that was it. And they missed us. And so they're going to go back around. So we wait, like, 10 minutes thinking, like, that might have been it. Mm -hmm. And there just takes a while to get back around, get off the exit, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Nothing happens. 20 minutes have gone by. Nothing. And so finally we were like, okay, they're not coming. Or something was very wrong with their time estimate. So you call them again. And you tell them, you know, they're not here. And, and the person says, like, okay, I'm sorry. Um, let's, let me try to contact them and see where they are. Yeah. So she puts you on hold. And she's gone for a few minutes. She comes back. And she says, I've tried to call them two times. And there was no answer. Yeah. And at that point, that was when my heart, like, sunk. Yeah. And I was like are you kidding me? This is not okay Mm. that we just waited at this point now an hour for somebody who it seems is not coming. 
Right. And so at that point, I like took the phone. <laughs> <laughs> you did. I took the phone from you. And I started talking to the person and I said, like, um, I forgot what I initially said, but, um, oh, I know what it was. So she, she, she tried calling and then she said, well, what we can do is we can assign, we can just cancel the, like, we can just assign this to a new service provider. And you said, okay, well, what's going to be the estimated wait time? Yeah. And she was like, well, I can't tell you that until I actually connect you with a provider. Yeah. And so in my mind, I'm thinking, well, I know what that means. It's going to be a whole nother 40 minutes to an hour. And so I take the phone and I said, well, does this mean that if you, if you assign this to a new provider, then the original person is definitely not going to come, right? It's going right. to get canceled on their end. And she said, yes. So she was like, well, we could give it a little bit more time and see if they do show up. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, I, um, you could also call them if you have their, if you have their number. And this is when I really <laughs> started <laughs> to get upset. We never really talked about this. No. I said, well, we don't have their number. We never yeah. received it. And she was like, oh, you should have received it. And I, or like, she started to say that. And I literally just completely interrupted her and i was like we do not have their number <laughs> because i was like why is she, why would i lie about this right. like why is she reiterating like oh we sent it blah, blah blah i was like we do not have their number so she tries to send it to us uh-huh. she's like okay i'll resend it and then she says i sent it and i was like i did not receive anything mm-hmm. and so then she says she she says well the number i have on file is and she starts reading your whole phone number very slowly and I was like, and so she finishes and I was like, that number is correct. I have not received anything still. Yeah. And she goes, okay, well, I can just give it to you over the phone. And I was like, great. So she reads it out. <laughs> I write it down. Yeah. We hang up. I dial the phone number. Mm-hmm. And not only does the, the provider not pick up, uh-huh. it says, the mailbox is full. Yeah. And I almost lost it at that point <laughs> with the mailbox is full. <laughs> oh my gosh. So um we call them back. I call them back and at this point any sense of me like trying to be polite and understanding is mostly gone. I think I was still like uh I think I was fine. Yeah. Like, I don't have any regrets, but I just was not being, I was not going out of my way to be polite. I was no. just being very direct. Yeah. I would say. So, imme- yeah. so they answer, and I just immediately said, our provider never showed up. Yeah. She asks me, are you in a safe location? <laughs> so, what did you think about this? The whole exchange, by the way. We never talked about this. About what? Exactly. About what I said, what she said, all of this. <laughs> I was like, okay, at this point, she's very upset. Savannah's very upset. But I was doing fine, I think. And angry. Yeah. And and so she's in this mode of like, okay, she, we're not getting what we want. And obviously... Need. In <laughs> need. Yeah. It's not, this wasn't like I was trying to order something. No. You know what I mean, I wasn't though. trying to like order... Yeah. Uh, DoorDash or something. <laughs> no, I know. I do understand. And I was going to say that, yeah, we we were in a predicament where it was dangerous and we were waiting there for so long and it was just so silly. So we needed the the help, 
right? Okay, you're putting this into terms that make it seem a lot more trivial than it was. Like you're making no. this sound like I was like, in a way, like being a Karen trying to like you know t talk to the manager i think that i actually handled it very well even though i was in this mode of like being extremely direct no you did yeah and um and so i know as soon as you took the way the phone away from me like i think it was it was good just because like you had what you you got i think some really clear responses um yeah and, and so at that point i'm like okay you do, you handle it, <laughs> uh, and I'm glad you did. And uh, you were being direct because we needed direct answers. Yeah. And so, um, so this was a thing that we never talked about. So, um, and I I remember thinking about this from the very beginning when you first put in the request. I remember talking to Progressive another time where they asked me, "Are you um, in a safe location?" And they always say like, "Make sure that you're in a safe location while you're waiting for us." Yeah. Which makes sense because there could be very dangerous situations when your car breaks down or whatever. So nobody had asked us that up to this point. And then when I called back for this third time, the person says immediately, she says, are you in a locate? Are you in a safe location? Yeah. And I immediately, zero hesitation, I said, no, because yeah. I stand by that answer completely. That was not a safe location. Right. Like yeah. you are not supposed to, that's not what the freeway is designed no. for. I know that it happens, of course, but that is not safe no 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 and so she literally she goes no like she seemed confused <laughs> yeah and, and i'm thinking like don't ask this question if you don't want an honest answer <laughs> so i said i said no i would and i repeated myself and then i said no i would not consider this to be a safe location <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly how i said it and yeah she, and she says and i knew that this was going to be her her response she says Okay, do you want me to call 911? And I knew that that was going to be their only. It's all, it's yeah. all or nothing. Yeah. It's either you wait there for two hours or we call 911. I know yeah. that there was no in between. There's no like triaging this. <laughs> so I said, I, I like hesitated. And then I was like, no, I don't think that that's necessary, but we are not in a safe location. And I <laughs> reiterated it yeah. a third time. And then she says, and I, I knew this was going to hap happen, too. She tells me, like, well, I, I need you to confirm that you're in a safe location before I can continue. <laughs> and I was just like, <sighs> I was so irritated. Yeah. And so I said, I was like, yes, at this moment, I'm safe. And then she was like, okay. And then she just continues on with her normal, like, mm -hmm. line of questioning. So, in the meantime, she puts me on hold again, and in the meantime, we randomly all of a sudden get a call from a completely different number than the one they had given us for the service provider. Yeah. Somebody calls, I answer it, he says, um, he says something I didn't quite, under I didn't quite catch, and I was like, who is this? <laughs> yeah. And he was like, you know, roadside assistance, blah, blah, blah. I'm on my way. I'm 10 minutes away. Yeah. And I was like, Great. <laughs> that's great thank you we hang up i go back to the progressive person and i was like we just got a call from somebody they said that they're on their way thanks for nothing i didn't really say that no thanks bye so then uh, we look at the app there's a new eta to this day i still don't know whether that was the original provider or if they had reassigned it i think it was the original one really it makes sense yeah did you see anything because on his truck 
No. So but here's the thing. The, the, the um, progressive lady, she was in the middle of calling this other person. And then while that was going on, you get a call from us. Yeah, but it was a totally day. different number. That's true. So I don't know. I don't know who this was. Maybe it was an angel. You know what? No, no, I, no. I think that was. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think that was um, his personal phone number. How about that? <laughs> Why are you saying how about that? Like, like you're trying to prove this point? No, no, no. Here's a theory. You know, that's yeah, my theory. Yeah, like, how it's about that? possible. It's yeah. possible. But I also think it's possible that they had reassigned it. Within that matter of like seconds. I don't. I don't know. Maybe don't it was know. an angel. Maybe. So. He shows up. It does take a little bit of time, but it wasn't that long. He showed up within like 20 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. And then, bada boom, bada bing. It was so fast once he was there. He changes the tire, and he puts on the spare, and then you sign, and we're done. That's it. He was there for like five minutes, mm-hmm. which I knew was going to be fast, obviously. A tire change is simple, yeah. and obviously you could have done it if it had just been a safer location. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't worth the risk. So now this is where I um, say my number one. Yeah, go ahead. And that is, uh, I learned, kinda, I guess. I, th- I think this would be a learning uh, experience. I learned that Hilton has become our, dare I say it, tradition. <laughs> so. But not, but in a very specific way. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes. Okay, so. Uh, the car is fixed, and before the the guy to, that comes and fixes the, the tire, you we were talking about the plan. Like, okay, we we need to get a, a, a actual tire. We don't have an actual tire, so yeah, we, we have, have to wait spare. in the morning, and we cannot drive like this in this condition once we get the spare tire. Right, like for the rest of the trip. So we were talking about getting a hotel, and then in the morning, I was my, the plan was okay. I'm gonna cancel all my classes, right? Because I had to work the next day, and, uh, and so I could then focus on going to a tire shop and getting it fixed and mm-hmm. all that stuff. So um, we were thinking about okay, a hotel and stuff, and then you look uh, at a hotel lobby, like oh, what about this one's a good deal, whatever. Um, and it turns out it was a Hilton. And call back to the episode Colorado Robust. Um, if you know, you know. That hotel we stayed at in Colorado was a Hilton. Mm-hmm. And so now, um, going back to this trip, uh, we stayed at a Hampton Inn by Hilton. So yep. it's one of those kind of like smaller hotels that are by like a bigger yeah. hotel. And so we didn't know this, but you were like, okay, this is a Hampton Inn. Okay, cool. Uh, and then we drive and then we're like, wait a minute. <laughs> it says by Hilton. Yeah. And so we were laughing. I was making more of the jokes. You were like, I don't think it's a, I think it's too soon. <laughs> uh, but I, I called it a tradition. It's like, oh, there's a tradition. Every well, because time- you, you can listen back to the, the episode, but we didn't originally book the Hilton in Colorado either. No, no that's not where we were planning on staying. And same no. thing with this time is we were not planning on staying at a Hilton. <laughs> no, no. But both times it ended up being our like saving grace. Yeah. So that's very funny that both times we've uh, stayed at a Hilton. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, and I suggested afterwards, like, Hey, I think we should, next time we go on a trip, book by choice a hilton to stay at yeah so it doesn't continue to be this like 
um, running joke. safety net. <laughs> yeah, safety net. <laughs> running joke. Yeah. Because I think it th- this time, part of the reason was like, when you're we're in that situation, yeah. it's like at this point, two in the morning or oh after gosh. two in the morning, yeah. it's like the last thing that we need is to pull up to some like janky hotel mm-hmm. and have to deal with that. So it's like we are going to get the intersection of the cheapest and nicest hotel room that we could possibly find. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was really nice. It was nice. It was so nice. It wasn't uh, like a Hilton. It no. was definitely a step down from that, but it was still. It was still really nice. It was still very nice. Very yeah. nice. Like second best uh, hotel. Well, top five hotels I've stayed at. And it was really cool. So uh, shout out to Hilton for. Uh, being there you know when we needed them the most that's that's the theme is that they're there when we need them speaking of having things that we need them the most backtrack to our car insurance um i know there might be some people out there that have the same car insurance and by no means are we like bashing on the whole company i am saying it's a (laughs) but i'm here's the thing i think also it depends like by location like it was the middle of the night and i'm sure um they were just like they had these a handful of um towing companies in their arsenal so um i might say that like if someone else might have been in the same situation it might have been different because it was a different city different location and you know different services um so yeah i just want to say like I don't think, you know, I don't know. Um, I don't know. You disagree? I don't know. I mean, I know there's only so much that they can do with what they have. And I do understand that. But also, again, this is not like us ordering a pizza. This is like something (laughs) that could be very serious. 100%. Right? So you wouldn't say this about like... If you call 911 for an ambulance to come, be like, oh, well, they only had, like, so many resources. Mm. Like, it's obviously not on that level. It was not a life-threatening emergency. Yeah. But again, I don't think that it was very safe and we needed to get help as quickly as possible. But it also wasn't quite on the level that I felt like we needed to call 911. Mm-hmm. It was somewhere in between there. It wasn't just like, a, oh, yeah, we're fine. We can just wait. It's a little inconvenient. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I had, um, I don't have a lot of experience with other car insurances, so I'm not sure, like, if we had a, a different one, if, if it would have been any different. Um, I had, a, we had another one before this, and, uh, but didn't have a lot of experience with that. So who knows? Um, but I, I would like to, to, to see what would happen, you know, going going with a different insurance. Yeah, I I don't know. Like the last time that we had to call roadside assistance with Progressive, I think um, it was fine. But part of that was because we were in a very safe and fine location, mm-hmm. and we were able like. When our car broke down, we were fine, and we were actually able to drive it to an even safer place. Yeah. And so it was totally fine, but the wait time was long. Oh, it was. And that time, we were in a little bit of a smaller town, and so I thought that that might be part of it. But that's part of the reason why I say, like, they don't deserve our business is because I felt like this was a lot 
more risky of a situation and we were in a very populated area mm-hmm. where I felt like there wasn't as much of a reason for why it would take so long for someone to get there. Yeah. I mean, the only thing that, and I do try to have understanding for this is like that we're living in like a post pandemic world mm-hmm. where there, there have just been so many issues with like getting, um, you know, employees and, yeah. and people working and being able to, you know, mm-hmm. source things. Mm-hmm. So I do understand if that maybe plays a part in it, mm-hmm. but it's just, I don't know, thinking back to the last time, like, it was decent, but that was mostly just circumstantial because we were fine, but we were waiting a very long time. Yeah. And this time, it was not fine that we were waiting that long. Oh, it was too long, yeah. Um, And and then, yeah, thinking back to experiences I've had with a different company, it was very, very quick, like, times Mm -hmm. that I had to call, and so I don't know. And I don't know. Again, being in a post-pandemic world, maybe this is how it is across all these companies. But I think that we're, I think we're done with Progressive. Yeah. So. Yeah. Are you in good hands? The answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> I learned that I am not in good hands. Is that their slogan? No. Oh. No, it's not. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's Allstate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh! <laughs> What's progressives? Well, um, they, they have flow, huh? They have flow. Yeah. But uh, I'm not sure what their slogan. Yeah, I learned that flow is not looking out for us. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, I need to take a picture of you. You have your feet up, and <laughs> the way you said that, you said it. Very like uh, villainy. Yeah, like, like with I your... like folded my hands together. Yeah, and said okay. audio is very knew, easy to okay, persuade. I knew going as I don't know. At one point during this conversation, you had a different tone and energy, and um, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is this is a difference of Anna. It was early on though. It wasn't about the whole progressive thing. Oh, it wasn't. Oh, I thought. Uh, oh, was it? I don't know. I thought that early on in this episode, or even just tonight in general, I think I did something like. Oh, did you? I, I, I don't know. Don't recall. But uh, well, okay. what are you referring to? I don't know. Just the how passionate you were talking about, and <laughs> obviously it was like a, a <laughs> oh, intense yeah. situation that we were reflecting on. Um, yeah, but I think this is not really what this episode is about. Well, actually, it kind of is. I think so. I've been in other situations where I like um, decided to sort of like take a stand. And, like, mm-hmm. be confrontational. And then I regretted the way I handled it and felt like I was mean. I was oh, whatever. Yeah. And I think I didn't come away from this situation feeling that way. No, no. I felt like I kind of found my sweet spot <laughs> of how to be direct and confrontational. That's good. Without being mean. Yeah. No, that's good. I'm glad that you you stood up for, for us and uh, you, you know, handled it in that way that you did when you were on the phone with them because we weren't getting what we needed and it was uh, difficult and it was just so stressful. And going back to when you said that you didn't feel safe, like I, I didn't feel safe as well, but I was the whole time looking uh, at the rear view mirror and just to make sure like, okay, if there were some cars that were cl- being close to us, that helped me. Yeah. But yeah, it was really uh, intense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we spent uh, 
the rest of the day getting the car fixed and um the next day yeah the, the next day and it juggled everything with you with working and everything and then we finally ma- were able to leave uh the small little city and uh head home yep and we finally made it back home and that was yesterday for us <sighs> as of recording yeah so that was crazy but in a way it wasn't that crazy like <laughs> Well, no. Yeah, I, I hear you were like saying those, like someone. I mean, if you just say, okay, there was a flat tire. No, 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 no. That's not what I mean. Oh, okay. I mean like <laughs> those two hours or so that we were on the side of the road were very intense, and I was extremely stressed. But then, like overall, sort of like the aftermath of just like figure like changing plans of like, okay, we're well, we gonna be in the hotel room. You're gonna go get the car. Mm-hmm. You're gonna go get the tire changed. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't feel like, you know, stressed about any of that. And I felt like uh, our ability to kind of like adapt and go with the flow was totally fine, you know? Yeah. And like, obviously it's a whole new experience doing that with, uh, with a baby. I know. And so yeah. like, you know, when you checked out of the hotel room and then went to go pick up the car and me and the baby were like waiting in the hotel lobby yeah. And I was like, yeah, you know, we're just learning to like be flexible and go with the flow and yeah. and adapt to all the stuff. And you know why? For me, I think it was because of Disneyland that made me think like, <laughs> oh, we got this. That's so true. Like I can yeah. I feel a lot more comfortable just being with him. Yeah. Like because I was it was just us two for for a while at Disneyland. Yeah. And not not that long, but I mean. Well, I know. Yeah, you were like, "Oh, I'll take him with me to go get the tire change," and I was like, "Um, yeah, that would like, be a little much." I was like, "Let's do it," because <laughs> I was like, "That was that's gonna work for you because of work and stuff." Yeah, and, but and I'm sure you would have been fine. But I was like, I think he needs to just be, be chill home. and yeah. just be in the hotel room yeah. and just somewhere yeah. calm and quiet. But for today. Uh, I think Disneyland really like helped us. Yeah. Get through that. That's why oh, I'm glad we made this episode about like what we learned because I think we did learn a lot. I learned a lot. There was before the Disneyland honestly, trip, Audience Savannah and Baby Honestly. Lido, and then there's after the Disneyland trip. Honestly, I think so. I think that this baby's a lot different. <laughs> you think so? For the better. I, I don't know. <laughs> I just think like we know his limits. We know the, his strengths, his weaknesses. <laughs> 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 there was like a Disneyland retreat. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We learned a we lot. We changed. Yeah. We spent a lot of good quality time together. I know. Through the good, bad, and ugly. Yeah. So, wow. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. I think it is true. I know. It just sounds, it might sound ridiculous it to others. It sounds like, so oh, dramatic, I'm sure. They're like, wow, they're such like first time baby parents. It's like, oh, come on, guys. <laughs> Come on. But um, I'm, in a way, I'm glad that I got to rip this bandaid of like, oh, going to Disneyland with yeah. a baby. And also with a car incident that happened. I had this idea of the, of like, okay, what would it look like of us and the baby being um, like getting, getting hit or something like something happened with a car and stuff that we were just there in the car and yeah. had to wait for people to come and stuff what would that be yeah like and uh and, and in a way like it happened or it finally happened yeah and and um thankfully we were you know, nobody was hurt yeah and things were well fine. i wouldn't consider it a safe location <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
we got in the end we were yes safe. we were safe and um he did cry for like, a good few minutes and it was very uh, stressful like yeah. with the cry and um and so i had to like really like just try to calm down you know during the time and stuff that, that he was crying yeah and, and everything because like at the end it's not his fault you know and, and oh yeah it was stressful for all yeah, of us and for everyone again and, he's a baby and that's how he like yeah, tells us that he's stressed yeah. out yeah so i had to fight through that like the initial reactions of like oh like you know like do something savannah like you're be you know you're next to him and stuff but yeah it's like we you know we just need to let him cry mm-hmm. or like help him right do yeah something and, with- and i was glad to know that like we i was able to calm him yeah and even if i hadn't been able to like even if he had been crying for a lot longer like i think we both were able to sort of like regulate our own emotions and be like okay yeah it's gonna be okay yeah like, we just have to do the next you know the next thing yeah and so um luckily <laughs> things were, were were great at the end um we stayed at a nice hotel and uh helton yeah shout out shout out also to my dad <laughs> What? <laughs> I knew you were going to be so confused when we saying that. But I was just thinking about, like, um, this is such, like, a dad advice to give, but he was just telling me recently about, like, especially with having a baby, about, like, you got to think about the um, the problems. Like, think about these issues that you could run into, like you right. said. Thinking about, like, well, what would happen if we get stranded, if we whatever. Yeah. And I think this was a really good experience, um, experience yeah. that taught us like some things and i and i'm happy with the way that we handled things and it also you know showed us some things like oh maybe it would be good to have like a full-size spare tire and yes. you know these different things so yes um, i was uh, while we were waiting i was thinking like okay savannah <laughs> i actually told you this savannah uh what i want for christmas is a spare tire like a full-size spare tire <laughs> with a ribbon on it um <laughs> turns out you need a rim to attach the tire to so i couldn't get a spare tire when i got the this the new tire but anyway, oh, oh i see anyway um and all that stuff i was thinking like okay we need all this stuff in the in the uh glove box uh yeah compartment yeah 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 but yeah i think that that is really important to think through those like well in this situation what do we do yeah and what are our roles and yeah yeah, yeah. well this is a long episode <laughs> yeah i know but we're glad you stuck around. We didn't really know where this was going to go. We didn't know this was going to turn into audience Savannah reflect on parenting and life in general. <laughs> but that's what happened. And we realized that we changed people from Honestly, this trip. I feel a lot more confident. That's good. I, I do too. Yeah. I think I do too. If any other parents uh, like want to go to Disneyland, we'll be happy to join you guys and uh, have, a, have a Disneyland play date. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So that is pretty much everything about Disneyland and more. And more uh what happened uh after afterwards and stuff. Um There's definitely more we could talk about actually more details, but I'm sure we'll sprinkle in some little uh stories here and there. Yeah, we, yeah, we had to talk about like what we brought and stuff uh, yeah. for the baby and everything. That would be a whole different little thing, yeah. but but uh, I'm glad that y'all stuck around, and thank you so much for uh, listening to us during the Thanksgiving week. Yeah. Um, if you're listening to this as you're baking something, waking up super early mm-hmm. to do something, you know, yeah. go to the store and stuff, whatever it is. Or maybe you listen to this a year after. 
uh, it's released. A year after? Is that it? Yeah, a year after. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But uh, ne- nevertheless, thank you so much for sticking with us and choosing the Playlist Podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, thank you for uh, letting us tickle your ears. Oh, uh, really? <laughs> you didn't hear that, did you? <laughs> <laughs> My headphones aren't that broken. <laughs> All right. Well, take it away, Savannah. And as the Hilton Company says, to fill the earth with the light and warmth of hospitality by delivering exceptional experiences. Every hotel, every guest, every time. See See you you next next time. time. (laughs) (laughs) Was that dramatic enough? Yeah. What? Am I embarrassing you? I think I'm thinking we should bleep out uh, the word progressive <sighs> and have reasons why. And I think that they're legitimate. What are your reasons? Well, uh, maybe just one. Um, I, th- I think that like I, I there might be people that people that do have it. And I, I don't want them to be like, oh, they're bashing on like the, the one thing I have. There's only a selected few like car insurances, big ones out there. Do you and think that the like owner and like creator of Progressive is listening to this episode? No. But then I don't think it matters. Like people can bash on or like share their bad experience with something that I have had good experiences with and I should be able to think about it on the think about it on like the flip side. What if somebody is considering going with or staying with this company? And we are giving them this reason to, like, maybe reconsider. Mm, okay, okay. That being said, I'm going to keep the whole thing, <laughs> the whole discussion. That was easy. Including this. That was easy. Sometimes Audi is very easy to um, persuade. <laughs>